Dispersion Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. Super duper. HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R Kyle Johansson dot U-S. That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. Left hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Bridging Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Feedback. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Bridging Room website at R A B R dot K A I L E J O H A N S E N dot U S. Hey, and now, it's time to talk Star Wars. Mm. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. Hello. Oh, you just said hello a second ago. Uh, so today we're reviewing Star Wars Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 16, the finale. Um, Plan 99 is what it's called. And we don't have any news. The news. But we want you to be aware that you're going to be spoiled. You are. No. They're going to be. They're going to be spoiled. No. Yeah. No. They haven't. They haven't watched it. No. All right. So this episode was directed by Stuart Lee. Writer was Jennifer Corbett. Uh, the editor was Matt Michinovich. And, of course, the music score was done by Kevin Kinner. Uh, we had our Clone Force 99 done by D. Bradley Baker. Uh, we saw the uh, Droid AZ-13 this time, done by Ben Disick. Sid was done by Ray Perlman. Uh, we also saw Dr. Scalder, um, done by Hel- Helen Sadler. Emery Carr which, uh, I don't know, we found something interesting about her this time, too. Uh, Keisha Castle-Hughes. Again, Governor Tarkin was in this episode, along with another shock trooper, done by Stephen Stanton. Lieutenant Maylour uh, was done by Alan Yu, and we had also had Nala Say in there, done by Gwendolyn Yo. And that means we're going to have to go across the street and talk to... Are you planning your next trip to Tatooine? Well, come on down to Pelly's Modern Repair Shop, where our droids will spruce up your wagon. We'll service just about anything from Starfighter Corellian Y-1300 Freighter to a Vespa hovering scooter. If we don't have the part, we can get it. If you qualify for our special program, we'll provide you with any part our Jawas can get. Well, that's right. Come on down to Pelly's Modern Repair Shop, where we can store fuel and upgrade your vessel. We're located at Tatooine's Moss Eisley Spaceport, Hangar 35. 35. 39. 35. Yeah, right across the street is Aaron's Sparkalorium. All right. 
So we uh, start out immediately um, in the skies of Idura. The Bad Batch is preparing to jump out of the stolen rail car. They come under attack by stormtroopers stationed on the opposite car. Hunter asks Echo to restart the rail car, but he says that an explosion has knocked out the power to the rail. Oh, Rick just sent something. Uh, Tech offers to reboot the system, but says that it needs to be connected to one of the terminals on the track. Hunter tasks the other clones with providing covering fire while Tech accesses the terminal at the top. The two clones climb on top of the car uh, with difficulty. Tech reaches the top of the line and accesses the control panel. Wrecker and Omega take out stormtroopers attempting to shoot at Tech. What does he say? He says he, uh, it says it's a thermal fuse, which we got out now, running back to town to find a fuse. He's having fun. So Rick's having fun replacing fuses. Yay. Uh, back at Tarkin's compound, the lieutenant informs Tarkin that six detonations have been confirmed with multiple casualties. When stormtroopers report uh, that insurgents were holed up on the rail line car, Tarkin orders an air support be sent to take them out. Take them out! The lieutenant expresses concern about friendly fire. He says, oh, some of our guys are on there too. Tarkin says, I don't care. We just need to get rid of these guys. Uh, Barton Colburn looks on in concern. Meanwhile, Scott falls asleep drinking his Dr. Pepper. Meanwhile, three stormtroopers climb into their Y or V-wing starfighters and fly towards the rail line. Hunter spots the three approaching starships and warns Tech to hurry. Hurry up! The starfighters cause damage to the rail car, but Tech manages to restore power. When the starfighters circle back for a second uh, strafing run, Hunter shoots the wings of one of them, causing it to crash. A second starfighter pursues Tech. Though he manages to reach their carriage, the V-Wing managed to damage the rear carriage, causing it to hang loose. Like, hang loose, man. What's up? Tech falls out of the back. Using his grappling cable, he holds on, dangling from the carriage. He's like, full of swaying in the wind. Hey, help me, guys. Tech attempts to climb up, but stormtroopers stationed on the opposite rail car shoot at their carriage. Due to the damage caused by the starfighters, the Bad Batch's rail carriage begins to rip from the track. Hunter tells Wrecker to pull Tech to safety, but Tech warns them not to since any shift in weight could cause the entire carriage to fall. As more V-Wings approach, Tech implores his fellow clones to sever the connection between the two rail cars. Wrecker disagrees, but Tech proceeds with Land 99. As the carriage falls apart, Tech questions when they have ever followed orders before shooting the hinge that connects the two cars together. Wrecker and Omega react with despair and anguish as Tech and the following carriage descend to the surface. Dun -dun. Tech, er, Tech sacrifice allows the car to speed past the opposite rail car 
and their out-of-control rail car crashes into the next rail station. Hunter orders the Bad Batch to jump out. Omega awakes and finds herself amidst the wreckage of the rail car. She has sustained a leg injury and quickly fades out of consciousness. Hunter and Wrecker rescue Omega before fleeing before fleeing stormtroopers. Omega fades in and out of consciousness as the rest of the Bad Batch evacuate aboard the Marauder. Due to Omega's injuries, Hunter plans to evacuate her to Ord Manal where AZ-3 can, re can treat her. Because he's a medical robot. And uh, he's a medical robot. Uh, later, Omega awakes to find Hunter sitting at her bedside. She is attended by AZ uh, while Omega tells that she, while AZ tells Omega he is relieved that she's awake. He says that the clones sustain multiple injuries, but each will make a full recovery of proper treatment and rest. Wrecker, who is wearing a brace around his neck, hugs Omega and tells her not to scare them like that again. But Omega suddenly remembers the rail car incident and asks, where's Tech? Hunter responds that Tech did not make it. Dun, dun, dun. Omega is very upset about Tech's death and breaks down into tears. Woo-hoo-hoo! Wrecker and AZ leave to allow Hunter to spend time alone with Omega. Hunter comforts Omega, telling her that Tech made a sacrifice for the rest of the squad and that they are not going to waste it. When Omega asks what that means, what does that mean? Hunter tells her that the galaxy has changed and confines that he and Wrecker think Habu would be a good place to make a new life for themselves. So they're going to go hide away in Habu. He asks Omega if this is something she wants. When Omega smiles, Hunter decides that this is something they will do. At Sid's parlor, Sid serves Wrecker a free drink as a cons consolation for their loss of tech. Sid says she's feeling sorry for Goggles, saying she liked him. Uh, aboard the Marauder, Donkey suddenly alerts Echo of the arrival of Imperial Starship Destroyers. Uh-oh. Tech or Echo tries to contact the rest of the Bad Batch, but finds that the comms have been jammed. Hello, are you out there? Anybody there? No way. No Back at Sid's parlor, Sid tells Wrecker that she betrayed them uh, to the Galactic Empire. Uh-oh. Wrecker's upset. Shortly later, several clone commandos enter the parlor and shoot Wrecker. The blast bounces off of him, and he charges at them. Hunter and Omega hear the shouts, and the clone commandos reach the door, but Hunter shoots the door controls shut. He tells Omega to take the underground mining tunnels back to the spaceport. They can go through all those weird bat things or whatever. And finds Echo while he gets Wrecker. Omega replies that Hunter is injured and is no, in no state to fight. But Hunter tells Omega that she and AZ need to go 
and reiterates the order of her going to find Echo. After Omega and AZ climb down the tunnel, Omega tells AZ that she is unwilling to lose Hunter and Wrecker. She convinces AD, AZ to tag along inside the parlor, and Hunter confronts Dr. Royce Hemlock. Uh-oh. And this, and his clone commandos, who has already captured Wrecker. Wrecker. Hemlock tells Hunter that he is outnumbered and thanks Sid for her assistance before ordering her to leave. Just, just get out. We don't need you here. Go. A, de a dejected and guilt-ridden Sid walks away. Meanwhile, Omega and AZ climb through the ventilation shafts above the parlor. They're up in the ceiling. Don't, don't look up now, Scott, but there's somebody up there. Mm -hmm. Hemlock offers to spare Hunter and Wrecker's lives if they surrender Omega. Holding his blast pistol, blaster pistol, Hunter refuses to surrender Omega. Hemlock is amused by Hunter's paternalism before taking about before talking about the passing of Tech. He presents Hunter with Tech's wrecked goggles as a gift. And they're they're all damaged and broken and stuff. Before taking this the psychological impact of Tech's death on Hunter. Uh, Hemlock warns Hunter that he will order his clone commandos to execute Wrecker if he doesn't lower his gun. Hunter is reluctant, but his gun, but he lowers his gun and clutches Tech's goggles. Omega watches from above while the clone commandos uh, handcuff Hunter. A clone commando reports that Omega was not found in Sid's office. And Hunter claims that she is long gone and not going anywhere with him. Imlock explains that we will see. She's not long gone. We'll, we'll see. Omega and AZ later reach the top of Sid's parlor and she asks AZ with, find, with finding Echo while she attempts to stall the Imperials. All civilians scatter, and Hemlock leaves his troops and prisoners through the streets of Ward Mantle. Omega begins firing her energy bow at the convoy, and Hemlock tells his clone commandos to lower their weapons before addressing Omega. Omega demands that he release Hunter and, and Wrecker. Hunter tells Omega to run, run! but is restrained by the commandos. While Omega holds her energy bow, Hemlock proposes a trade. If she surrenders, he promises to spare her friends. Hemlock claims that Nala Say sees her, needs her help. Hunter counters that they all are all lying and the Empire killed the Caminos. Hemlock responds that Nala Say is alive and and being well cared for and promises that Omega will be safe. Omega rejects the offer, and Hunter tries to warn her, but Omega is stunned by Scorch, the, uh, the clone commander that we saw before. Hemlock orders the, his troops to search the city for the third clone and brings 
them back to Idara, where Tarkin intends to interrogate all of them. Meanwhile, AZ finds Echo and tells him that Imperial troopers are everywhere and they cannot sneak past him. Echo suggests that they do the opposite then. The two hijacked an all-terrain uh, AC, which is a, a two-legged walker, um, that they use to attack Hemlock's forces. Hunter and Wrecker take advantage of the chaos and break free of their captors. Elsewhere, Hemlock and the other clone commandos depart with their unconscious Omega. Echo Echo's walker is cornered by a second AT, which damages their walker's leg joint. Echo and AZ are forced to flee the wreck wreckage uh, and reunite with Hunker Hunter and, and Echo. They resolve to stop Hemlock's shuttle from leaving. The Bad Batch engage in a gunfight with Imperial forces. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. But they're unable to stop Hemlock from leaving with Omega in the shuttle. The Bad Batch manic managed to escape Ord Mantle in the Marauder while traveling through space. Echo says that there was no way to track down Hemlock's ship. Hunter resolves to rescue Omega and will not stop searching uh, for her. Hemlock's shuttle following you travels to the Wayland facility on Mount Tanis with Omega in tow. They are greeted by a contingency of clone commandos escorted by uh, Dr. Scadler and Nala Say. Hemlock sends Scadler and the commandos to bring Omega to Emory Carr for medical treatment. Hemlock then speaks with Nala Say and reminds the former Prime Minister Lama Su spoke with her attachment to Omega and asks her to reconsider working with the Emperor's project. Nalase responds that he seeks what he seeks is not possible. Hemlock tells her to make it possible or Omega will suffer. Uh-oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dr. Scadler and the clone commandos lead Omega into the laboratory where several clone troopers lie on an operating bed. Omega sees several humanoid shapes inside the storage tanks. Uh, Omega also recognizes Crosshair, uh oh, who is lying on a bed. Oh, he's not in a tank; he's on a bed. Car speaks to Omega. When Omega asks what she did to Crosshair, she explains that she tried to warn him about the con consequences of not cooperating with Doctor Hemlock. When Omega demands to speak to Nalase, Car rem remarks that it is ironic that Omega trusts the Kamoans but not her. Omega replies that she does not know her at all and, and asks who she is. Carl reveals that she is Omega's sister. Ooh, she's the sister. And that's when the credits roll. She's the sister. So, our, uh, yeah. Our question of the week I asked is Does Emery Carr act like a sister and help them escape in season three? I don't know. 
you don't think that you think that she's going to be loyal to Hemlock or loyal to the the clone troopers. She better she better fix she better fix Crosshair, and they all gonna escape together. You think so? You think that's what she wants to do? Because she hasn't really acted like she uh, she's acted a little sympathetic to Crosshair, but she hasn't really uh, you know said that she wants to escape or anything. I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, I think she's not to be trusted for a while. I, I would say at least. Um, because she spent so much time with uh, Hemlock and Doctor Sadler and all the, and all that, and I'm just curious, like, you know, how is she uh, another female clone? That's the the only only other clone that we know of that's female, right? Mm-hmm. And she's much old. She's much older because she's, uh, you know, well, I guess that's they, not they true because they talked about the other one, the other one. In the movies, the other, the other one, the other project. Right, but that was always um, about uh, what's his name, uh, uh, the emperor. I don't know. Um, uh, I think Omega is older than Carr too, because Omega's like. Um, Boba Fett, and he doesn't have the accelerated growth, uh, you know, growing that uh, the rest of the clones do. So she, she's probably the same age as the rest of our, our clones. You know, like Hunter and all those guys. She's probably the same age as them. But uh, I don't know. So that's the end of season two completely, and they gave us a lot of uh, cliffhangers here. We uh, we don't know if Crosshair is is alive or not. We think he is, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know for sure if Tekka's dead or not. I mean, we. I always think that if we don't see a body, then we don't know for sure. He's probably dead, but we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen with Omega because she's now going to be yeah. experimented on. And, of course, uh, how is Hunter and... Uh, Echo and all of them gonna go find them because they have no idea where they're located still. So we've got a lot of cliffhangers for the season to be fleshed out in season three, right? Yeah. They haven't officially announced a season three, but it's oh, expected. No, the end of it. Yeah, they haven't officially announced it, but it's expected. They're having uh, what they call a. Star Wars Celebration Convention, and this year it's in uh, it's in London, I think, is where it's at. And they're supposed to announce uh, there's a special panel that for um, the Bad Batch. They have one every year. What? They have one every year. No, they said that after uh, this one in London, it's there's not going to be another one for two years. They're going back to the regular schedule where they go every other year or something like that. Uh-huh. So, anyway, they're gonna they're supposed to announce those, and then of course they're gonna announce when Ahsoka is gonna start. They're gonna announce when um, the skeleton crew is gonna start. Um, 
in the meantime, uh, they're going to release that uh, Young Jedi show, and I think they're going to release all the episodes at once. Um, and I don't know about that one. I don't, we can try to uh, watch that and review it, but it, I think it's going to be a really uh, kids show oriented. It's going to be a Saturday Saturday night Saturday cartoon kind of thing going on there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going to be a lot different than what we're used to because they're they're trying to bring in the young kids into Star Wars. So so it's all false crap. Yeah, I don't know. It's supposed to be uh, in the past before uh, all the movies and everything like that. So, oh, so it's just new made up. Goes through, goes through a group of younglings uh, going through Jedi training, basically. Mm. And of course, they're all cuddly and uh, you know, teddy bear looking and. Stuff. So, uh, anything else you want to say about this episode, Scott? You know, we we saw Tech die and all that stuff. This uh, this episode. Who said Tech's dead? Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Do we know? We we, we haven't seen the body, so we don't know. Who said Tech's dead? He could come I mean, back, I guess. If she didn't, if she, and if if uh, Omega's sister wasn't in the market to help her or something like that, why would she reveal that she is her sister? I don't know. And I guess that's... Just, and not just still be in the it car could be true. It could be true, but it could also she uh, she could have revealed it to her to get her to trust her. Some, you know, hey, trust me, I'm I'm your sister. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me either that she revealed it. It's just a good uh, way to end the season, though, is say, oh, I'm your sister. Dun dun dun. I'm going to tell you, I, I don't. I won't trust her. I won't trust her until you don't trust anybody. She, well, she she's been with these guys for so long. I just she has to prove herself, right? And I think that's the way Omega's going to be. Omega's like, you know, I don't know who you are. I don't trust you. Possibly. So. She's all she's all tore up anyway, so you know you don't know what she's going to do. Yeah, she's trying to process the tech thing and crosshair and too much right now. Yep, crosshair and everything. Um, and I don't know. I think I think we're going to probably see tech and maybe the middle of the next season he'll suddenly show up because. Hemlock uh, gave Hunter the goggles and said, said that's all he was able to recover. Mm-hmm. How can that be? There's got to be some equipment or something or, you know, he, he, he's had to escape. And, you know, they had those big backpacks. Wouldn't you think those backpacks would have uh, a parachute built into them? No. It's all correct. Uh, 
come back by and grabbed him. Yep. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get out of this one, too. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R KyleDrickinson.us That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at rabr.kailejohanse.us. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. 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 I am Kyle Johnson and this is Andrew Scott. Say goodbye now. Bye now. Bye. Bye bye. Peace.